the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's 937. We continue on AM 1420, The Answer. And again, we played for you the full uh, context of the Channel 3 WKYC report that looked into Bernie uh, Marino's answer on this program from last month about the uh, lawsuit that he uh, ended up losing in Massachusetts over pay for overtime pay for some of his employees uh, at the time. And uh, I, don't, I don't want to replay the entire thing again, but just a portion of it before we talk to Bernie. Marino was referring to two different court cases in his claims, a lawsuit filed against Marino in 2017 and a separate Massachusetts Supreme Court ruling that Marino was not a part of from 2019. Marino was sued in 2017 for failing to pay overtime wages to two car salespeople based on a 2015 Massachusetts state regulation requiring employers to pay workers separately for overtime, even if they earn commission on sales. Federal law doesn't require that. Ms. Goldstein explains why that matters. The Fair Labor Standards Act, the federal statute, provides the floor, and then states are permitted to require employers to do more than that. And in this case, the state of Massachusetts did that. While the lawsuit against Marino was proceeding, the Massachusetts Supreme Court decided a separate case that Marino was not a part of before the lawsuit against Marino was decided. That court confirmed in 2019 that employers must pay workers separately for overtime hours, even if they earn commission on sales based on the 2015 state regulation. So we can verify that Marino's claims are false. All right. So that's the uh, gist of the uh, Channel 3 report that ran on uh, Monday. And uh, Bernie's, uh, there was in response to Bernie's answer on this program when he said that, quote, the Massachusetts case was an extreme lunatic judicial Supreme Court over there that overturned federal law. They made the ruling retroactive so that salespeople's overtime could not be deducted by their commission. So I asked Bernie Marino last night to come on and square this up clarify any misunderstandings and uh he agreed wholeheartedly so let's welcome senate candidate bernie marino, marino back to always right radio bernie good morning thank you bob thank you for having me and always uh, appreciate to... yeah i'm sorry i always appreciate the chance to talk to you and uh, also your opponents in this race but obviously you're front and center now because as far as i can tell you ha- are surging in the polls in this race which will culminate on march 19th uh which has made you the target of a lot of attack ads i want to address all of those with you bernie but the first one of course is this channel 3 report in which they have uh, done their digging and said what you claimed on this program was false so i just gave you the uh uh the short version that uh, you just heard give us your response bernie Sure. Well, first of all, that reporter is not a journalist. She's a liberal activist. Uh, look at her social media feed. She's pathologically anti-Trump. She rage posts anti-conservative message all over her social media. She loves calling January 6th an insurrection. And, Bob, she didn't even call us to get our perspective. So imagine a journalist that says, hey, I'm doing this big story. What is your side of it? Like, what is your perspective? Nothing. Never reached out to us for a comment. Uh, it's totally crazy. But here's the summary of exactly what's missed. I'll say it very clearly. In 2015, the, uh, there was a change made through a regulation, not a law in Massachusetts. 
every car dealership in Massachusetts. This is really important. Every car dealership in Massachusetts, not mine, every single one in Massachusetts, and every other uh, business that had commissioned salespeople did not believe that that regulation applied to commissioned salespeople because of the way uniquely that they're paid. So my salespeople were paid a very large draw, and then they got commissioned the next pay period. Did not believe that any it's overtime. It's well established. Sorry, that yeah, was an uh, autoplay. My apologies. That, that, Continue. That's okay. So it was very, very clear uh, in federal law that salespeople are exempt because they're commissioned. <clears throat> By the way, Bob, Bob, these are salespeople that are making ten to fifteen thousand dollars per month. So anyway, the case that was filed against me was the exact case that was filed against every single car dealership in Massachusetts. If you notice, uh, the the activist did not put that in the in the story, right? So this wasn't singling me out. I, I, in fact, ironically, I was one of very, very few dealerships that, that did not get class action status because the majority of my salespeople didn't want to participate in the suit. The reality is my dealerships were closed on Sunday. We, had, uh, we were not open late hours during the week. We took really good care of our salespeople in terms of making sure they had a good work-life balance. I don't believe any of them even actually worked overtime. Uh, they certainly never claimed it, never asked for it. So anyway, the case, uh, when the case was filed against me, it was in suspension because they were waiting for the Mass Supreme Court to rule whether this regulation was legal or not and applied to salespeople. So two years later, the Mass Supreme Court ruled that, hey, uh, if you interpret this regulation incorrectly, too bad for you. And we're, and if you, you, you go all the way back to 2015, so they said retroactive to 2015, if you uh, had this uh, reading of this regulation incorrect, then you are liable. So every single dealership in Massachusetts settled for, by the way, multiple millions of dollars. I mean, dealership settlement, one dealership group settled for almost $22 million. I did not. I took it to trial because my salespeople did not sign up for class action. Uh, this, uh, now, we had a very upset, crazy liberal judge that did everything in his power to make certain I lost. The two guys were awarded, uh, in the, by the way, in 15 minutes. <laughs> Because the jury decided exactly how much overtime they had worked over three years as a total joke, uh, about $20,000 because they wanted to get the heck out of there. But the reason the case became much higher is because in Massachusetts they put outrageous punitive damages at fees. So that's the case. That's the simple reality. But most importantly, Bob, this is what they do. This is what the left does. They want to destroy business people. They want to disparage my business. I'm very proud of my business. This is the game that they've played with President Trump. It's the, it's the preview of what's going to come this fall between me and Sherrod Brown. They know it's going to be me versus Sherrod Brown. So rather than Sherrod Brown having to defend the fact that we're being invaded at our border, we have inflation that's killing working-class Americans and seniors, there's an assault on American energy, there's massive instability all over the world. We have leaders in D.C., including Sherrod Brown, that are happy to send $114 billion to Ukraine as the most important thing he's got uh, to do. And we have real problems in this country. That's well, we do, we do, and, and I want to hit. I want to hit some of those things, Bernie, as well, including the border, because of a couple of the other attacks. But I want to stay on the case for just a moment. First of all, so you, when you talk about punitive, you mean punitive. If you said that the judgment was twenty thousand dollars, according to the additional context provided by WKYC here, it says you were ultimately ordered to pay $416,000 to your former employees. So all of that was considered no, punitive? No, no. No, no. <laughs> the former employees didn't get that. Uh, legal fees was a gigantic chunk of that. Uh, then they have tr- they have trouble damages plus interest because remember this case was heard in 2022. 
Okay. So they went back to 2015. So the jury wasn't allowed to know all that. The jury was only allowed to know that, hey, one guy got 10 grand, the other got like, whatever, eight grand. So they figured, hey, this guy, why is he even bothering us for a week for 20 grand? Not knowing that the 20 grand turns into 420,000. But again, okay. Bob, this is not a surprise. What's sad is that my Republican opponents, especially Dolan, who's a lawyer and knows better, are repeating these left-wing talking points. This is a massive distraction about what's actually going on and what this campaign is about. This campaign is about the future of this country. It's not about me. It's about the issues that I just laid out, the border invasion, inflation, massive government spending. Uh, We're sending billions of dollars to foreign countries. Sherrod Brown doesn't want to talk about that. He's got the liberal media covering for him, so he doesn't have to talk about that because he'd rather talk about me. Well, I want to th- I want to talk about that, uh, but but for the moment, I do have to continue to talk about you with one other point in the WKYC report. Again, what I just read to you about the four sixteen two former employees was the way they worded it in their online report that which accompanied their their on air video. Um, but the other thing they say is, and I'll quote this, Bernie, because I want you to answer it. People are asking. To add additional context here, Marino was sanctioned by the court in the lawsuit against him for destroying overtime records that he was ordered to keep while the case moved forward. Those records were destroyed in 2020 after the court, Supreme Court, Massachusetts, affirmed that workers who are in commission must be paid separately for overtime. And as punishment, the judge instructed the jury members that they could assume that the destroyed evidence would have hurt Marino's defense. Again, that's WKYC's wording. I want to give you a chance to answer that, too. Yeah, that wording would be the exact wording from the Ohio Democrat Party. The reality is this, Bob. We had payroll records that are electronic. They still exist today. Those records still exist today. The document that the judge obsessed about was every payroll, my controller put together a summary of overtime pay. That was a summary of what was in those payroll records. That was a literally uh, man-made Excel spreadsheet. We did not keep that because, again, we had the underlying data. The judge made a whole show of this. We brought in every payroll record and said, hey, we can recreate that report right now. He said, no, it doesn't matter, because what he was trying to do is prejudice the jury. Uh, we did not destroy payroll records. We, destroy, uh, we destroyed lots of documents that, of course, we purge uh, according to when they need to be purged. In that was uh, this Excel spreadsheet, which is irrelevant, because, again, the underlying data still exists today. We could create those manual spreadsheets today. We offered that to the judge. But, again, his goal was to prejudice the jury because he was really, really upset that we were taking this case to trial because every other dealership in Massachusetts had agreed to settle this case. We had not. We are the only ones that actually took it to task because the reality, Bob, in this country, the legislative branch creates laws, not the executive branch. This is a regulation overreach of federal law. This is exactly what the Chevron case is that's going on in D.C. right now. This is what's wrong with our country today is we are not respecting the legislative powers reside in the Congress. Judges are not supposed to make law, and neither are executives. We are talking with Senate candidate Bernie Moreno. This is exactly why I wanted to have you on, to provide context and to provide some of the uh, missing pieces in the report by WKYC. And again, I'm not here to confirm or deny what anybody has said. I just want to give the opportunity for you to be heard and answer it. I do agree with you, by the way, that it's highly unprofessional for those who did that report on Channel 3 to not call you or contact your campaign to, to get a response to this, or your your attorneys or anybody else to say, hey, we're running this, uh, what do you have to say in, in, you know, in your own defense here, because uh, if they had given you the opportunity I just gave you, I think that report looks and sounds very, very different, at least well, from and, where I and, said. And Bob, so. sorry, Bob, sorry to interrupt. The other thing is they didn't even call a Massachusetts attorney. 
Because had they called a Massachusetts labor attorney, they would have pointed out the key part of this whole deal. This wasn't a case against me or my dealership. This is a case against every dealership in Massachusetts, every business that had commissioned salespeople. They make it look like this is a case only about my dealership. And of course, like every liberal propaganda agent, they take the biggest word possible, like January 6th, instead of saying, hey, it's a riot or, you know, the crowd got out of control. They say insurrection. And in this case, they say wage theft. They, that's what they do. This is, they are the propaganda machine of the Democrat Party. This is a preview. This is a sneak peek of what we're going to see for the rest of this year from Sheriff Brown, because he doesn't want to talk about the issues that you talk about in your show. Uh, and the reality is, again, what makes it sad is I, I expected that from Sheriff Brown. I didn't expect that kind of parroting of liberal talking points from my Republican opponents. Yeah, well, they, let, let's do some of those issues now, Bernie Marino. Um, you know, we'll look at this through the lens of the primary, not through the general against Sherrod Brown. Obviously, the primary is March 19th. I'm looking at a story in The Hill. Why is Bernie Marino, this is quoting one of your ads, why is Bernie Marino the only candidate endorsed by President Trump? Because Bernie is the only one who opposes amnesty for illegal immigrants. Frank LaRose supports amnesty and opposes deporting illegal immigrants. End quote. This is uh, what the narrator says in the 32nd ad. But a Dolan Super PAC has a website out and have been making commercials out of it as well called WhichBernie.com. It compares you to Bernie Sanders, uh, of course, who is a socialist and open borders advocate. One of the questions on their little Which Bernie quiz is, and I quote, Which Bernie joined with an organization founded by former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg to personally promote a, quote, pathway to legal residency for the 11 million unauthorized immigrants already living in the United States, end quote. Was it Bernie Marino or Bernie Sanders? And, of course, their answer to their own quiz is it was Bernie Marino. So I want to give you a chance to address that, too. Sure. I mean, that's a joke. Uh, If if you look at the article, I believe I sent it to you, Bob, it says that what I was talking about was maybe – we should be looking, and this is 10 years ago, by the way, for context, 10 years ago. Maybe we should look at giving legal residency to the children that came here decades ago. Maybe. That was 10 years ago. Here's what's ironic about Dolan doing that. His position today is that we should not only give the children of illegals amnesty, we should give all illegals amnesty. That's his current position. He said that at the debate in Medina, that he doesn't believe we should be deporting illegal immigrants that are here in this country. And Frank LaRose said we shouldn't do that because we can't, quote, take 20 million consumers out of this marketplace. America's not a marketplace. We're a sovereign nation with a culture, and we as deserve to have a rule like my family had to go through, that you come here legally, you're not allowed to break our laws and then stay here. That's exactly what's encouraged this invasion of our country. And to still have that position today, after watching what's happened in the last three years, is absolutely disqualifying for my two opponents. Yeah, I do have the article that you referenced to Bernie uh, the, in the New American Economy. Uh, NewAmericanEconomy.org is the website. If anybody wants to look, from August 10, twenty sixteen, the headline: Immigrant Auto Dealership CEO Wants a Merit-Based Immigration System. And that is extraordinarily important. In fact, I think a lot of people have even suggested that some visa overstays. Now, we're not talking about illegal border crossers, but some who are here to study and get degrees and then stay past their visa. They are technically part of the 11 million, which I think now is 20-some million, but uh, illegal immigrants who are in the country. But if they have degrees and they can offer something to this country rather than take something from this country, hence the merit-based immigration system, that maybe there's a way, a pathway to keep them here. Is that essentially what you were saying? 
Exactly right. If you notice, I said that the legal immigration has to benefit America. It can't be people that are coming here for handouts. This is as a business guy 10 years ago when I wasn't thinking about even in the wildest imagination running for public office. And again, Bob, my opponents today believe we should give amnesty to people who broke our laws, came into this country illegally, are taking our resources, are taxing our social safety net system. This is the exact policy of the Democrat Party. The other day, Matt Dolan said, well, we need, far- we need people who work our farms. Wait, so that means that we want to encourage drug cartels to traffic children and women and illegals across our border, making billions of dollars to do that? That is an insane position to have today. Yet, that's the position he has. Yeah, and it also contained within this article, by the way, the one that you shared with me, Bernie, is uh, the line about, well, it doesn't say DACA, but it talks about children. Moreno also believes there should be a pathway to residency for the 11 million unauthorized immigrants already living in the United States, particularly those brought to the country as children. We can't throw out the people who came here as children. They don't know anyone from their home countries. We need to help them come out of the shadows. That was a very controversial issue during the Obama years, um, trying to legal the DACA kids and actually put them on a pathway to citizenship. Has, has your viewpoint changed since 2016 when this article came out, or, or how do you how do you address that? Well, I never said citizenship. I don't I don't believe that they should. No, ever you didn't. Be you did not. No, no. You said pathway all. to residency. Very to be exactly. very clear, not citizenship. Yep, so yes, yep, sir. Yep. Uh, and, and again, that was 2016, Bob. What have we seen over the last three years? What we've seen over the last three years is proof positive that that idea, that softening of the position is exactly what's encouraged the problem that we have right now. And I would, I would suspect a lot of your listeners, a lot of Republicans, probably back there weren't sure, you know, what do we do with these very uh, kids that came here when they were two, three years old, now they're in their 20s. Today it's crystal clear about them. And as harsh as it sounds, we have to have a zero-tolerance policy for illegal immigration. Because if we don't, if we don't have that zero-tolerance policy and deport anybody who's in this country illegally, we will never permanently solve the problem at the border. By the way, some Republicans listening today to your show may not agree with that. They may think it's too harsh. Certainly, my two opponents uh, do. They think that we should uh, look at ways to keep people who are here illegally. My answer is no. There's millions and millions of people that are waiting in line like my family did, waiting to come here legally. Why are we going to disparage those people, minimize what they've gone through to reward the people that broke the law? And Bernie Marino, Senate candidate, uh, I've got one last one for you, and I've only got about a minute and a half here for you, so I apologize. But uh, the last attack that has been levied against you since you surged in the polls after the Trump endorsement um, came from uh, the Buckeye Reporter, an article that alleges... That yeah, and I've had you on many times talking about pro-life issues. I've had Frank LaRose on many times talking about pro-life issues. I think you're both pro-life. I have not had that occasion to talk to Matt Dolan, but I want to address this. From the Buckeye Reporter, they are pointing out that you sat on the board of the Cleveland Foundation, a foundation that ultimately ended up donating millions of dollars to Planned Parenthood, uh, the Center for Reproductive Rights, and other abortion mills, essentially. And the attempt there is to link you as a former board member of the Cleveland Foundation as being approving of those dollars going to the uh, Planned Parenthood centers. Can you please address that? That's just another disgusting lie from Frank LaRose. I sat on the board of the Cleveland Foundation. I'm proud of that did because I went right into the hornet's nest of crazy liberal ideology. Uh, these are donor advised funds where donors are the ones who direct the money. The board doesn't decide where the money goes. The donors do it's a donor advised fund. Frank knows that. Here's the reality. Matt Dolan, very wealthy family. Not one cent to pro-life causes. 
Frank LaRose controlled this, uh, a million dollar super PAC. According to his disclosure, has a million dollars in his bank account, hasn't given one dollar to pro life causes. Bridget and I have given hundreds of thousands of dollars of our own money to pro life causes. That he would link me with an organization that evil is just disgusting. The reality is I have the endorsement from, as you know, Ohio Right to Life that also endorsed Frank. And I have been a stalwart supporter of pro-life causes my entire life with my own money. These guys, typical career politicians, Bob, they love to spend taxpayer money and never put their own money where their mouth is. Not even one dollar. That should tell tell you everything you need to know. Bernie Moreno, I really appreciate that. Thank you. These are very uh, tough issues. Of course, you have a target on your back when you take a uh, you know a giant leap in the polls. The way you have, you're surging, and so this stuff is here. And I want to give everybody a chance to hear from you on that. By the way, I'm going to have Frank LaRosa coming on in the next couple of days again with a one-on-one like this. We have offered the same thing to Matt Dolan, and I'll ask both of them if I can what I'm about to ask you. Will you commit to joining me in our studio in Independence? We got plenty of room. There's plenty of microphones and plenty of desk space for a candidate forum with the three of you. Will you commit to that? Bernie? I would love to. I already told your producer I gave him some dates in March. I gave him three different dates. I would love to do it. Uh, it would be my honor to uh, to do that with you. I, I appreciate that very much. I'd like to get that locked in for the first week of March when people go, of course, and uh, start voting. The early voting uh, starts 30 days before March 19th, so we'd like to get that done as quickly as we can. I will invite Frank LaRose and Matt Dolan the same exact way on the air to get their responses if, of course, they come on with me. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.